Okay, so the pickle this week involves something that's a little bit timely in that we are in another lockdown here in Sydney. And yet again, our life is constricted, our movements are limited, and it also impacts our religious observance, our ability to go to shul, to attend services, to do community things. At various stages of these uh, lockdowns, sometimes we're, we are allowed to communicate, to communally get together, to hold services. At the moment, we're not here in Sydney. So this, this particular pickle, dilemma, happened in a shul when they were allowed to get together, but everyone was very much spaced out, limited numbers. And it was the, uh, somebody was called up to the Torah by name. They were given the honor to come up to the Torah. The person who was sitting in the back corner, quite distant from everybody else, said, no, 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 I don't want to be called up to the Torah. Why not? He said, I don't want to get anywhere near anyone. I'm, I'm happy in my corner here. I don't want to get near anyone. They said, we're all spaced. The Torah reading as it was done when, when, the, when the spacing is required is that there's a person reading the Torah, the person getting called up to the, to the Torah, nobody else around them. They're, they're, they're sufficiently spaced out. However, this particular person was not comfortable, didn't, didn't feel safe being called up to the Torah, and so refused. The issue here is, once your name has been called to the Torah, to refuse to go up is not a good thing. In fact, so not good that we're told in the Talmud that it could be dangerous to a person to not be called up to the Torah, to, be, to not go up to the Torah when they've been called. If they haven't been called yet, if the name hasn't been called, you can, you can say, I'd rather not. But once you've been called to refuse to go up is a dishonor to the Torah and therefore could actually be a danger. It, it says in the Talmud, there are three things that shorten a person's life, shorten your lifespan. Uh, what are those three things? So the first one is somebody who's called to read from the Torah, to, to be called up to the Torah and who refuses. That's number one. Number two is somebody who is offered the cup of blessing for benching to lead the grace after meals and they refuse after being given the cup that a leader holds uh, at, at grace after meals to, if, if they refuse it. And the third thing is somebody who takes up a position of leadership. Um, so says the Talmud that that, that shortens your, your lifespan, being in a position of leadership. We can understand that one. So... These three things, being called to the Torah and refusing, being asked to lead the benching and refusing, or a position of leadership. So why so? So the Talmud, the Talmud understands that the refusal of going up to the Torah is a disgrace or a disrespect to the Torah, and that can reflect badly on you. It can, it can have negative reverberation. So here we've got an interesting one. Somebody is concerned to be called to the Torah because they're worried about catching the virus. But by refusing, there's another danger they're exposing themselves to that could shorten their lives. So are they right? Are they wrong? Should, should that person be uh, cajoled into going up to the Torah and saying it's a, it's a, a less risk to be called, called up to the Torah uh, than to refuse it? Or do they have a right to say, no, I don't want to do it. And if they do choose not to go up to the Torah, are they subjecting themselves to this curse, as it were, by, by uh, disrespecting the Torah. So this question was asked to Rabbi Yitzchak Zilberstein, one of the halachic authorities in, uh, today in Israel, 
And in responding to it, he brought up a fascinating source. Uh, he quoted uh, the Mishnah Brura, uh, the great halachic work by the Chofetz Chaim of the last century, who quotes an earlier German authority from the Middle Ages, the Maharil, who says that there's one call up to the Torah that people generally do not take. And that is the curses. There are, there are two, two times actually during the year where we read various curses that, that, that come onto those who do the wrong thing. This section of the Torah called the curses, people don't want to be called up to, quite understandably. They don't want to be called up to the section called the curses. And so therefore the custom is in shul that we don't call somebody up, but the reader, the person who's reading the Torah anyway, without being called up, just says the blessings and receives that aliyah, that call up, without actually their name being placed uh, or connected to the call up. That's the custom. Uh, however, in some places that's not possible. For example, if the if the leader is a Kohen, he's a priest, uh, this is not the Kohen aliyah, it's not the first call up, it's the sixth one. And so somebody else has to has to do it. And so, generally speaking, even if that's the case, we don't call somebody up by name to read read the section. Uh, they um, they just go up. However, what happens if somebody was called up to it? Somebody or was asked to do it? Can they refuse? Can they say no? I'm not. I'm not doing it. I, I, I'm not getting getting this aliyah. I don't want to get the, the aliyah that reads the curses, even if my name's not mentioned. I don't want the the, the, the call up with curses. Can somebody refuse it? So, interestingly, the Mishnah Brura, bringing this halacha, says that they should go up. They shouldn't refuse and they should go up. Because refusing to get called up to the Torah, it, it shortens your life. And here, the fact that there are curses, you're being read to the curses, you're being read the curses for your call up, don't be concerned. You're doing a mitzvah. And when you're doing a mitzvah, you're protected. It's a mitzvah to be called to the Torah. And when you do a mitzvah, you're protected. So do not be concerned that you're being called up to the curses. It will do you no harm. There we see a very clear case of somebody being called up to something that they're scared of. They're worried about it, some negative effect, the curses. And the Mishnah Brura says that they should go up and not be concerned. Why? They're doing a mitzvah. And a mitzvah protects you from all harm. So would we not apply this here? That here's somebody who's concerned about catching coronavirus and, we, and we're taking all precautions, but he's still concerned. And so we tell him, don't be concerned. You're doing a mitzvah, you will be protected. However, if you refuse the mitzvah, if you refuse going, going up to the Torah, so then you're disrespecting the Torah. That could invite negativity. Would we not apply the same thing as the case of somebody being called up to the curses where we tell them, go up, have no concern, you'll be protected, you'll be fine. Well, that would seem a good comparison if it weren't for the fact that there is another source in the same book, Mishnah Brura, the same halachic source, that seems to say the opposite. Uh, there is a, um, a law in Shulchan Aruch, in the Code of Jewish Law, that says that when calling people to the Torah, you should not call a father and a son in a row, or two brothers in a row. Two people from the same family, Close, closely related, father and son, or two brothers, should not be called in a row. If you want to call them up, call up somebody else in between, but not two in a row. Why? The Shulchan Aruch says, because this invites what's called Ayin Hara. Ayin Hara is the evil eye. 
meaning that people observing see, oh, look at this, this family's been called up whoa, one, one after the other. And there's a certain sense of jealousy, uh, of envy towards this family that's being honored too much. That envy could create negative energy, called the eye in Hara, the evil eye, and cause harm to the people that are being looked at negatively, to the two brothers or the father and son who are called up in a row. So therefore the Shulchan Aruch says, do not call a father and son or two brothers in a row, which we keep in, in, in uh, all shuls. I believe it's, the, it's a, a completely widespread custom. We do not call up two brothers or a father and son in a row for concern of Einhar of the evil eye. The Mishnah Brura that we quoted earlier says, what happens if somebody was called up? A brother was called up after the brother or a father after the son. They've been called up. What happens now? Now we've got an issue. On the one hand... You don't want to call up a brother and a son, a father and son, or two brothers because of the evil eye. On the other hand, you've been called up already, and to not go up once you've been called up is disrespectful to the Torah and shortens your life. So, what do we do here? So, interestingly, the Mishnah Bura says that if he's already gone up, if he's gone up to the Torah already, so then fine, but preferably not. He should preferably not go up to the Torah. He should refuse the call up and say, no, my brother was just called up or my father was just called up. I'm not going next. Even though his name has been called, he should refuse the Aliyah, refuse to be called up. Now here, what's happened? Before we said, when you're called up to the curses, don't worry about it. Go because it's a mitzvah and a mitzvah will protect you. No harm will come. And yet here, when it's two brothers or a father and son, we say, you've been called up. Don't go up. Best thing is to not go up because... The Ayin Hora, the evil eye, is a concern. Don't go up there. Why? Why, aren't we, why don't we say that doing a mitzvah will protect you and you'll be fine? There'll be no issue. So there's an interesting difference here. The difference between being called up to the curses or being called up to brothers is this. Being called up to the curses is not a danger according to the laws of nature. There's, there's no physical danger to a person being called up to the curses of the Torah. The danger is more of a spiritual concern. Uh, the, the curses are negative, and for you to be called up to that, to that call up, it, it doesn't feel right. It feels like a negative uh, energy. But it's an energy. It's not an actual physical threat. And so therefore, the mitzvah of being called up to the Torah will protect you against that concern that you have that being called up to the curses is a problem. However, when it comes to being called up brother and brother or father and son in a row, the concern there is not just a spiritual concern, it's the evil eye. The evil eye sounds mystical, but actually it is a very real uh, danger. The idea that there can be jealousy, eyes of jealousy looking at a person, envious people looking at, at a person, those are actual dangers. The danger there is not just a spiritual spooky thing. The evil eye is seen as being quite literal and a physical danger. This is the way our sages understood the evil eye. It's not a superstitious thing. There is a reality to the way people look and view you. When people look with jealousy and negativity, so then that has an actual impact. That's not just a... a uh, an imaginary thing, it's real. 
and the positive as well. When people look positively towards another person, the reverberation is real and has a real impact. So the danger is real, the, the, the evil eye. It's not just a bad feeling or a, a spiritual superstition. For that reason, we take it even more seriously. And so when a brother is called out after another brother, even though his name has been called already, we don't say that doing a mitzvah will protect you from the evil eye, because the, the protection of, of a mitzvah is not from a physical danger that is in front of you, that there's an actual danger. You can't just say, I'm doing mitzvahs, so therefore I don't need to look when I cross the road. Or I'm doing mitzvahs, so therefore I don't need to wear a seatbelt. Or I don't, I don't need to, to be careful in what I do. A mitzvah will protect you from spiritual dangers. But when there's an actual physical danger in front of you, you cannot rely on a mitzvah to protect you. You have to take natural precautions, precautions within the laws of nature, in order to, to protect yourself. And so therefore, when it comes to be calling up, being called up to the curses, you have a spiritual concern that doesn't feel right, bad energy, the mitzvah will protect you from bad energy. But when it comes to an evil eye, which is an, a present danger, the mitzvah you cannot rely on, and therefore you should not be called up to the Torah. And therefore, if we go back to our case, we would, we would clearly say that if somebody has a concern about catching a disease by approaching people. He wants to stay in the corner of the shul and he doesn't want to approach people um, to be called up to the Torah. Maybe he doesn't want to touch the Torah or just be, be, be in close proximity to other people. Even though we'd say maybe that's going over, being overly cautious. However, because what he's being cautious about is a physical danger, a disease. So then we don't say do a mitzvah and you'll be protected. Mitzvahs don't protect you from a, 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 a danger that's right in front of you. And so therefore he had, has a right to refuse that call up. And by doing so, we don't say he's disgracing the Torah. He's keeping the Torah because the Torah commands you to look after your health and to, to be careful of a danger, to not put yourself into a dangerous situation. And so if someone wants to take extra precautions, within, within reason, we would respect such a thing. And if he doesn't want to go up to the Torah, he wants to stay in the corner of the shul, he'd be allowed to do that. This, I think, illustrates the general point of, of our view of our, our protecting our health, that we take the correct precautions, and if somebody feels complete more sensitive than others, they maybe have to take more precautions, and that is acceptable. We don't have a superstitious belief that doing mitzvahs will just protect you from everything, so therefore you can ignore all the dangers and just go ahead. Of course, we don't want to be overcautious. We don't want to be over-scared and fearful and, and, and become paranoid about every possible danger in the world, but when there is a real threat and danger in front of you, so then you cannot rely on mitzvahs to just protect you. Of course, we pray, and of course, we have faith, and all, all of those things do help us and do protect us, but we don't put ourselves into danger where the risk is right in front of you. Thanks a lot.